Hello and welcome to PW Kids Cast, the children's book podcast from Publishers Weekly. In each episode, we speak with authors and illustrators creating books for children and teens. I'm John Sellers, the children's reviews editor at Publishers Weekly. Today I'm speaking with Ruth Chan, who's making her children's book debut this year with the picture book Where's the Party? It's being published in April by Roaring Brook Press, which is sponsoring this podcast. In the book, a cat named Georgie decides to do one of his favorite things, throw a party. He takes care of the most important thing first, buying a cake. But when the time comes for Georgie to invite his friends, none of them are able to make it, giving excuses like, I have to make pickles, and my ears are itchy. It all leaves Georgie feeling lonelier than ever, and with less and less cake with every turn of the page. Ruth, thanks for speaking with me. Thanks for having me. For starters, congratulations on on your first book. I know it's not out for a little while yet, but how are you feeling with that publication date getting uh, ever closer? Thank you. It's exciting. It's funny. You know, when you finish the book, it's at least a year out. And you're thinking like, oh, it's, you know, it's a while. It's a year. It's going to take forever. And then all of a sudden, it's right around the corner. And uh, it's kind of unreal. It's pretty exciting. You know, so the book opens actually with a, a quote from Julia Child that reads, a party without cake is just a meeting. And, uh, you know, it's a pretty perfect <laughs> epigraph for this book in particular. Was that quote in any way, you know, part of a, an inspiration or a starting point for the story? You know, it actually wasn't. It was a friend of mine who mentioned it when I was working on the book, but I put it in there because it's sort of like the perfect epitome of how I like to live my life. <laughs> Everything has cake in it. So. <laughs> you know, so as far as the characters in the book go, um, Georgie, as I understand it, is at least based on or maybe inspired by your own cat. And I think his pickle-making friend, Feta, is based on your dog. Do I have it right? Yes. Yes. So... Georgie is my real life cat. Feta is my real life dog. And some of the personality from in the book is, is really based on them. Georgie is just, he's a super sweet cat in real life. He's not the brightest, but just loves the people around him. And he loves Feta and he loves eating. So mm-hmm. it's pretty accurate. I think I'd even seen a couple of pictures of them on Tumblr. They seem to be very, uh, very close friends, even in real life. Yes. Inseparable. (laughs) (laughs) Had you been uh, playing around with drawing them and sort of reinventing them, you know, as sort of fictional characters for a while? Um, Yeah, I found myself sort of doodling. I'd always been doodling animal characters. And, you know, one day I was sort of looking at my cat and realizing, oh, he's actually kind of funny looking. Like he's not a normal looking cat. And so I started doodling him and, um, yeah, it just kind of came about and Feta came right after because he was sitting right next to Georgie. And now we have Georgie and Feta hmm. in a book. Well, can you talk a little bit about, about your path to, I guess, working or becoming a children's book artist? I, I think you'd maybe been doing some other illustration work before. Is that right? Um, I actually started in education. So I taught in schools and did a lot of youth development for many years, um, about a decade of it. And I have background in education, I went to school for arts and education. But because I was teaching so much, there were picture books all over the place all the time, and something that I've always really loved, but never really thought, you know, like, oh, I, I could do this. I, I, I might be able to do this. Like, that was not even close to being, like, realizable to me. I have a background in photography, but I didn't really do much illustration. But basically, how it came about 
is, you know, I'd always wanted to do these books. I started taking a couple classes at the School of Visual Arts Continuing Education, taking some children's book classes just to give me a little bit background of how books are made, you know, how many pages are in a book, what is a page turn, like very basic things that I sort of knew intuitively, but didn't like never really had an opportunity to discuss with other people. And then quite honestly, some really horrible things happened in my life and sort of left me in a place where I, I really had to rethink, like, what, did I, what do I really want to do um, and how do I really want to spend my time? And so I ended up dedicating about, I dedicated exactly one year to just illustrating, practicing and trying to put together a book dummy and seeing what happens with that. And I realize a year is not very long, but... I felt like that was something that was doable given the resources I had. Mm -hmm. And Um, was it at the end of that year that you started reaching out to some agents? Yeah. So what happened was I um, attended the SCBWI conference in 2013, um, not knowing anything. And I was completely lost. I didn't meet a single person. I was very overwhelmed. I learned a lot, but was very overwhelmed. And so I came back from that conference thinking like, okay, I have a couple more tools in my toolkit. I'm going to spend the next year until the next SEBW conference uh, working on illustrating and working on a book dummy. And so that's what I did. And so I went to the SCBWI conference, the winter conference in New York in 2014 with a new portfolio. And I ended up winning a runner up position for the portfolio showcase, which completely blew my mind. Hmm. It was insane. And from there, I got my agent, Rebecca Sherman, who was lovely. And then we worked on my book dummy together. Um, we, it was Where's the Party, but it was a very, very different version of Where's the Party. Mm-hmm. We worked on that together and then we um, submitted it to several publishers. And we got a book deal. Excellent. So, and then you yeah. ended up with uh, working with Connie Sue. Is that right? Yes. Yes. And so um, you mentioned that maybe the book that you sold uh, perhaps does not resemble what people are going to see in April. Were there some big changes that uh, happened through the editing process with Connie? Yeah, really, really big changes. Um, the characters were sort of set, obviously. You can't change Georgie too much. <laughs> but Connie really, really helped me flesh out the story arc and sort of making it more of like an emotional journey and a story about friendship and about uh, loneliness. And yeah, I'm very, very happy with how it's turned out now. You also mentioned, you know, of course, your work with with kids for about a decade. I don't know if with all those picture books lying around that there was if you were with an age where you were reading to them or that sort of thing. But I'm curious if any of that seeing kids react to books in person, if that taught you any lessons about bookmaking and how kids use them and relate to to them and how they even read. Yeah, definitely. I sort of wrote the text before I really fleshed out what the spreads would look like. And that was really more out of rhythm of reading it out loud and sort of knowing, you know, what kids react to in terms of a rhythm and um, how much text. And then visually, you know, when I worked with kids, they love finding all the little details. Like it's amazing how observant they are and how many things they pick up on. And so that's something I definitely wanted to include. It's something that I've always loved. Like I grew up with Richard Scarry and I loved 
finding all the details. Mm-hmm. And that's something I definitely wanted to include in the book as well. Mm-hmm. I think the uh, certainly the disappearing cake is, is a fun one. Uh, I, and I'm not sure <laughs> if uh, Georgie is eating his feelings or if he just really likes cake and, you know, kind of can't postpone. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's kind of both. Again, very autobiographical. Definitely <laughs> both. <laughs> um, we should talk a little bit about the art too. Um, what, is it ink and watercolor that you were using for the... Yep, it's uh, ink and watercolor. So I ink and watercolor by hand, and then there's a little bit of manipulation on Photoshop just to sort of make some of the colors pop um, and to clean some things up. Well, you mentioned uh, sort of the look of a Richard Scarry book. Are there other um, artists and illustrators and writers whose work you've appreciated over the years or you feel like maybe have influenced uh, this book in some way? Yeah, I really love Oliver Jeffers' books, and I remember seeing some of his very, very early books way back when, like 10 years ago and realizing like, oh, it's so like, he's so good at creating these sort of like goofy illustrations, but with these very heartfelt stories. And that was something that really resonated with me. And I really love um, Scott Campbell's work too, who did Hug Machine most recently. Mm -hmm. And he just has this like looseness with his work that's just, and it's hilarious. The book, of course, not out just yet, but have you had a chance to sort of uh, maybe give it a little uh, test drive or, uh, you know, focus group with uh, some kids and see if they are maybe reacting to some of those details and elements that you put in the story? If there are certain things that you didn't even realize that they would sort of gravitate to and are there? Uh, I haven't yet. I have uh, my first reading in a couple weeks with some preschoolers, so that'll be fun. I have read it to the real Feta and Georgie, and they didn't really react very much, but mm. it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think one of my other favorite bits of the book is, you know, there's a lot of excuses that Georgie's friends are coming up with for, you know, why they can't go to his party. You know, the pickle-making one uh, is very Brooklyn, of course, but <laughs> it seems like this, these those would have been a, a sort of a fun uh, element to put together. Yeah, um, and there's something that I wanted to do with this whole Georgie and Friends series, all the characters in here, there's something that I wanted to capture about how everyone's sort of like a little bit awkward in a very endearing way, just like in real life. You know, people, everyone has sort of like their own insecurities or their own weird quirks. And um, I, I wanted to make sure that these characters are very like unapologetic about how weird or how bad they are at lying. Hmm. Kind of making excuses through clenched teeth and nerves. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, kinda... uh, I don't know. Yeah, this is why I can't come kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. I think, what is one of them? The orange shorts he's wearing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not party attire. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, so speaking of the series, uh, did I see you're already underway on a second book about Georgie? Yes, I am just finishing off the second book right now. Um, it's called Georgie's Best Bad Day. And without giving away too much, it's about Georgie and his friends, and they're all having a bad day. And so they are trying to fix it and make it a better day. Are there more signed up? Do you have you know plans for extending the series beyond that? Connie and I have just started talking about possibly a third book. We don't have anything in contract yet, um, but we are hoping to sort of keep these guys going. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're also working on some artwork for uh, other writers' books as well? Yep. Um, I just completed a book that was written by Colleen A. Venable for Green Willow at HarperCollins. It's called Mervyn the Sloth is about to do the best thing in the world. And it comes out September 13th. And it was really, really fun. It's such a fun book. 
what was the experience like of, uh, you know, compared to, you know, this is something that you've been developing for a while, uh, 100% versus, you know, being handed uh, someone else's text. Uh, do you enjoy the difference in approach or was it a different kind of challenge, I guess? Yeah. Uh, you know, and a lot of people ask, like, is it easier or harder? And I definitely think it's different. In some ways, it's it's harder because, you know, when you write and illustrate your own book, you you can sort of like do anything and everything that you can possibly imagine. But at the same time, if you're writing and illustrating your own book, you can do anything and everything you can possibly imagine. And it's really hard to sort of rein things in. Whereas illustrating a text, you know, there's already um, certain limitations and boundaries, which actually were very helpful for me. And it was it was pretty fun to like play within those boundaries and see like what you could come up with visually. Um, based on something that was already there. Mm-hmm. So it was fun. Yeah. And, uh, you know, getting back to this book, uh, are you, do you have plans to sort of uh, get out there a little bit and you know, do some events, see some readers uh, once the book does come out in April? Yeah. Um, I'm actually going to be going on tour um, right after the book launch on April 3rd. So I'll be going for a national tour to read Where's the Party all over to a bunch <laughs> of kids and adults. Um, and then uh, Mike Curado and I are actually going on a joint tour in May during Children's Book Week, um, where we'll be reading Little Elliot and Where's the Party, um, and that'll be really, really fun too. Okay, because you're, you're based here in New York City, right? Yes. Have you, uh, I guess, developed a little sort of uh, collective of uh, artists who are sort of either at the same stage or you know people you can sort of bounce uh, things around with in the industry? Yeah, and that is the one reason why. You know, that when I think about like, why do I live in New York City, the world's most expensive city? <laughs> um, it comes down to community. You know, I, um, I live across the street from another picture bookmaker. Um, Mike lives, you know, 15 minutes away. And there's just so many opportunities to sort of support one another and really learn. And, you know, it's hard when you're working by yourself all day, every day. And so you definitely need that kind of community, especially as someone who's, just starting out, like these friends have been irreplaceable. So helpful. Excellent. Well, thank you for making time to speak with me and uh, congratulations on the new book. Thank you. Once again, I've been speaking with Ruth Chan, whose picture book, Where's the Party, is out in April from Roaring Book Press. Thank you for listening to PW Kids Cast. 